Hello, everybody. My name is Gage. Welcome back to another episode of the Girlish Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Hi, everyone. It's me. It is a couple days before Thanksgiving, so happy holidays to everybody out there who does celebrate Thanksgiving. It's crazy to me that the time is already here and like 2021 is almost over. I'm still like, I feel like my brain is two years behind. Yeah, no, same. And uh, this is crazy because like this was the first year that I thought I was going to be alone for a second because um, I, I always like celebrate Thanksgiving with like my partner and her parents and before that with my parents. But then like her her grandfather's coming into town and I was like, oh shit, because like he's old and I was just really worried about like having to like, you know, be like us in front of him. So I was like, I don't know, I might just stay home. So there was like a small opportunity, a small chance that I was going to stay home for Thanksgiving. So that was like really scary. But um, we just decided to just say, fuck it. And I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go. But um, yeah, what is like, what are your typical Thanksgiving plans? Um, so I think this year, going to Russell's grandma's house, that's like usually what we've done for like the last couple of years. I tried to see I wanted to see my parents or like go home and I I waited too long I looked at the flights they're literally nine hundred dollars oh and my I was like God. okay well to like fly? yeah $900. oh my god to fly like get, like a lot of airlines don't have any flights at all until January I guess they canceled a bunch of them during the holidays so the ones that still have them they're fucking expensive isn't that and like a 30 minute flight too? It's like really It's literally an hour and what, 20 minutes. What the heck? Yeah. That's so I was like, insane. okay, maybe for Christmas, like not Thanksgiving, clearly. Yeah, I heard there's a backup in the flights and um that's been freaking me out cuz we're moving and I'm like I hope it doesn't like get too bad. I mean, I think February it's going to be past the holidays, it'll die down unless there's a surge in fucking Valentine's Day or something. <laughs> I looked but, up the calendars and it's pretty much just like December and November where it's like extremely expensive, which is like normal because it's the holidays. But I guess like with COVID and still there's still restrictions and everything, it's just kind of a little bit more crazy. Yeah, I've heard so, that um, the percentage of people like traveling during the holidays uh, has been definitely higher than last year because of COVID, but 3% higher than the year prior. So it's like increased in the amount of people traveling for the holidays, which I think people weren't really expecting. But um, I'm wondering what that, I wonder if that has to do with like people. I know a lot of people moved during COVID because their jobs became remote. So they're like, I'm just going to move anywhere, which is what I'm doing. But I'm wondering if that's why, but that's crazy. When's the last time you've had like Thanksgiving with your parents? I haven't (laughs) had Thanksgiving with them since I moved here. So like four years. Yeah, wild. it's sad. Yeah. I mi- I just miss like obviously being with my family, but also just it feeling like fall and the holidays. Yeah. Like it's been kind of cold here. So yesterday I kind of went a little crazy and I bought some clothes, <laughs> like fall clothes that I'll probably have a heat stroke in and sweat through. But it's okay. It's, it just fits the moment of it being Thanksgiving. I just yeah, I'm, I live in Florida, so my my whole wardrobe though is like all winter clothes. I'm like, that's just the cutest. It's fun. It's good to feel like you're in the vibe of not outside. Like I put my my um, air conditioner to like 72 degrees or something. So it feels like winter. 
And you're wearing your little cute aloe jacket today. I know. I, I got a little puffer jacket. I mean, it was it was cheaper than a lot of the other ones I was looking at. Um, luckily, they take afterpay. And luckily, I did get a little bit of a, a increase when I started this new job of, of my income. So I'm, I'm happy that I, I got this like nice puffer jacket. It's fun. It's got a little collar. It's so um, cute. We should I get Aloe to sponsor us. Honestly, yeah. I'm just going to – I mean, I think you guys should just like – message them and say, hey, you know, girlish loves your stuff, sponsor them. That'd be great because I always send you like the emails of everything. I always get emails for them and I'm like, I love this. I love this so much. And they always have such good high quality stuff. And I, I don't know, I've just become like really into like athleisure like recently. It's just nice. It's, it's cool. The best. Yeah. Have you seen like those influencers or Aloe specifically, they have those events like the like the aloe house with like the winter wonderland where like everyone in LA goes and they're just like wearing their little winter clothes and ice skating around. I don't I understand why that. we weren't invited. Like I'm I don't, kind of confused. Yeah, what the heck? Where's my invite? Hold on. I want to literally look it spend up so much money. <laughs> I, I like when I went to visit you like um not till a few months ago, my bank account suffered cuz there is actual like in-store like aloe stores there. So I, w- I went to two different locations and there's an afterpay in store. And I'm like, but this is like too cute to pass up on this shirt. That's $80. Like, why not? So my credit card suffered we love a little afterpay. bit. Yeah, oh, exactly. I mean, every, like all the, everyone's Christmas gifts this year too, all on afterpay, like mm-hmm. all of it. They'll so all I'm- be paid off in like June and that's okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that they put on events and stuff like that. Yeah. Why weren't we invited? I don't know. I just see, I always see people like going and they're all wearing head to toe aloe and they have like fun little events where like they do yoga or they go ice skating. It's I'm just seeing like some of these pictures of them LA, like doing yoga. LA. I love that. I'm Maybe also I going can... to be liberally applying chopstick because my lips are like about to fall off. So I know it gets cold. Like, I mean, you live in LA, so it's like pretty dry there. So I'm sure um, skin gets dry really easy. But I know in Florida, any if it gets like 10 degrees below um, like normal, like if it's in the 70s, like my lips chop up like crazy. It's like yeah, wild. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy that I, I'm feeling the vibes this year because typically we we don't really feel the holiday vibes. We like suffer a lot because it's like – it's like 90 degrees outside always here and it's like humid and gross. So you just never feel it, but it's been pretty chilly right now. It's, um, I want to see, I think it's like in the seventies right now, which it's 75, which is pretty cold for us. And when you go outside, it's like, it's a nice breeze. You're like, wow. So then you're getting into the vibes. We watched the Christmas movie last night, put up our like Christmas tree and our lights. And so we're just like in it. We're like, I love the holidays. I have a question. <laughs> have you seen the new Christmas movie with Nina Dobrev? No. What's it called? Because we were wanting to it's watch it tonight. It's called Love Hard. Honestly, it's, I think it's iconic. Oh, I I've really seen that. We were going to, I was looking at different movies to watch last night and I saw um, this actor, uh, Jimmy O. Yang. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw his face and I was it's like. so cute. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to you watch, watch it. it. Yeah, we watched um, – it's so funny because Emily and I's humor is so, like, stoner-like humor. We watched – I think it's called The Night Before with Seth Rogen. 
Um, oh yeah. God. And like, it was a Christmas movie and like, we like loved it. We're like, this is our fat, like our favorite Christmas movie. Like so that we've good. seen in a long time. So um, yeah. So it was a, it was a good time putting up the tree and like um, being able to put that on. Cause typically we'll put like the Grinch on or like those other classics, but that was really fun to <clears throat> put on like a weird, stupid, obscure comedy. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That's cute. I saw you put your tree up in one of yeah. family's stories. That's so cute. <laughs> uh, she wanted to make like a hot chocolate for herself. And then anytime we go in the kitchen now, Fig is like conditioned. Fig, our cat is conditioned to just follow us. So anytime we get anything, she's like, I'm going to eat that. So if it's anything to dairy, so if it's any cheese related things, like if it's cheese chips or if, or anything that's like salted. So if I have my wheat thins, she needs to lick everything. And Emily made hot chocolate last night with whipped cream. And so like, she just like, was she was going to town me. on that. She was going into the exactly. But yeah. Um, or is your Christmas uh, traditions typically to stay in LA too? Um, yeah, it's yeah. Um, last year my dad came to visit. Um, so hopefully this year we can figure something out. I need to like be more proactive to avoid having to spend a lot of money on a flight. So I'll probably yeah. start looking because I, I do want to go back. I don't know if like to spend Christmas Day there, but at least to go back during that time because I miss like Washington in December. So cute. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, is your work, is your work to, is it on a laptop or do they give you a desktop? It is on a laptop, but I also have to do like field inspection sometimes. Okay. So... I mean, I could technically work remote, but there there's always that chance that I have to like go out and inspect something. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how and that you would ju- work. You just went to your first inspection. <gasps> I did. I just I did need, my first yeah. inspection. Um, if you missed the last episode, I got a new job. Um, I handle like home losses for insurance. And it was like this easiest first inspection I could have got. It was like this sweet little old lady. She had like a, a water leak from the water tank in her garage and there was like two little drops of water on her stairs. And when I got there, I was like, sweetie, this is like, I don't know. This is not even, it doesn't even need to be repaired, but you know how like people will file a claim for anything. So, I mean, I didn't really learn anything because it was so minor, but it was nice talking to her. I was like doing my little sketch and like working on my laptop and she was just standing behind me the whole time. I was like, you can go like attend to other things. I'll, I'll come get you when I'm done. And she was like, okay. Just stood there the whole time. Just staring at the back of my head. I was like, okay, that's fine. You can do that if you want. I don't know if she thought I was going to steal or something. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, to just like to go into other people's homes. I'm sure it's very awkward. Um, I've heard but I'm happy- honestly horror stories from other people that go into like homes, depending on what type of loss it is. So I'm kind of scared, but luckily I'm handling um, like claims in the Valley. So the houses are pretty nice. So I'm hoping the people that live in them are also nice and clean and don't leave any surprises for me when I walk into the door. Yeah. I can imagine the things that you could encounter. I know people have no shame sometimes and like their places can just be like really beat up. I know that can be to an extreme, especially with people who have like, who like are hoarders and stuff like that Oh my God! So, to work yeah. through. But I feel like also when you're dealing with someone going through like a, 
um, some sort of like debt property. And like they're trying to make money out of this, especially with insurance. Then I'm sure For they're sure. going to be in in some sort of mood. Yeah, they're like, oh, my entire house needs to be replaced, or the the flooring. You need to replace all the carpets. You need to paint the walls. You need to do this and that. And I'm like, no, I don't. Um, yeah, but I ha- I heard something from one of my coworkers. She walked into someone's house and it was like this older lady, single older lady, everywhere on every wall in every single room, naked pictures of herself, like spread eagle. And when she went in there, she made no mention of the picture. She was like, okay, so here's the bathroom. Here's the bedroom. Like, you can look around if you need anything. Come let me know. And she was like, okay, well, there's like, I can see your open spread legs all over this house. What like, an icon though. <laughs> honestly, yeah. To be like, I'm I love this sense beautiful. Of decor. I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself all over these walls. Like all she said, parts I don't of give me. a fuck. Exactly. That's really funny. Yeah. I feel like that that happens that would have to happen a lot where people like have certain things that like you're surprised to see. I feel like it's a very quirky city with quirky people. It's very um, quirky and <laughs> very goofy. Um, yeah, that's really crazy. Like the most I have to do with that my job is literally not. I don't like because I don't really interact with anyone. My job is it's crazy because going to this position, uh, it pays more than my previous position. So I was worried that I was going to have to do a ton more work and it was going to be super stressful. And actually going into the shop, I was really surprised with like how um not i was not easy i would say because i'm I'm pretty like i've worked a lot on the craft that i have so it's it's pretty easy for me to kind of pick up on the things i need to pick up and there's definitely difficult aspects of kind of trying to learn the trade of what exactly i'm doing but it's actually not so daunting as i thought which is always great when you get into a new position and it's not any like i always freak out over the silliest things over writing a slack message Cause I'm like, I don't want them to think that I'm like immature or I write weird or, or like, I'm, I'm I don't know. I, I think there's some trauma with like previous employers that have made you feel like you like, you know, you're lucky you're even working there. But um, this job has been really great where I'm like, I literally have nothing. I have no responsibilities right now. Um, and maybe it's cause I'm new, but everything's been pretty, pretty smooth sailing for me. But I'm also, I'm really happy that you, your first inspection wasn't, too crazy and it was with like a an older person so do you know if you have another one coming up um potentially it's just like you we try and offer like a virtual inspection if we think it's not that serious um and i'm new so everything that i get is not that serious it's like very very minor so i'm sure it's going to take me a while before i get into some really grimy crazy houses and you have to draw <laughs> Bitch, I'm an architect. I have, to, I have to take measurements of a room, and I have to build the room, all the affected rooms in a house, perfect to scale. I have to put in walls, doors. I have to put in cabin. Like I'm literally an architect. I'm, just I'm a general like, contractor. I'm a constructor. <laughs> Why couldn't you just do that through a picture? Like, is there a certain, because I'm like, you could do a picture and if you have to do measurements, like, couldn't you just edit on the picture, like this many inches and like, yeah, I guess. But like when I signed up for the job, I was like, okay, I'm going to like handle claims. Like I handled car accidents, you know, like you look at pictures and then you 
go based off of that. But like, there's so many extra things like drawing sketches and learning what type of building material, like the difference between engineered wood floor and like not engineered, like, hello. I mean, I you guess it's like good show me skills one of these to images. have. Yeah. I need to see like, your drawing skills. Maybe I'll become a construction worker after if this doesn't work out for me. Go to your grad school for um, in, um, instructional, I mean, what is it? Architectural. Um, I could be an architect too. Yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. That would be really fun. Um, yeah. That's so cool that you have to just like be an artist on your job. Isn't it so strange? It's, it's such it's a like, weird yeah. job. To just have to like, yeah, to... Because for me, like, I am the worst at drawing. Like, this is my handwriting. Like, I can't even... I guess handwriting doesn't mean anything with drawing. But, like, it's bad. Like, I can't even draw, like, a dog if I wanted to. Me. Um, so I can't even imagine having to do that. But um, I'm yeah. sure there's, like, guidelines on how to do stuff and everything like that. But, yeah, picture, yeah. I think. I mean, we have, like, a system. Like, a program that you can use. So it's a little easier. But... I mean, I'm not an architect. It's it's really hard. It's like the part that I'm most confused about, but I'm sure I'll get it. Oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> you said that in her house, she had a, a, a little framed thing inside of her garage. Which um, Oh my God. She met, who is it? LeBron James and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> like, I don't know what she did. I don't know who she was, but <laughs> she had some connections. That's iconic. And she definitely oh. has enough money to pay for her water leak. Like I can tell you that. Speaking of which, my um my my partner Emily, she um her dad is adopted, and he recently um he had he had, he got a twenty three me years ago for Christmas. So he recently connected like within this past week with his half brothers that he didn't know he had. Oh, wow. So now he officially knows who his mother is and that she is alive. They still don't. The rest of the family still doesn't know about him. Only the one half brother. But, like, once we found out his name, we were Googling him. And he's, like, this, like, really, like, he works for, like, the Buffalo Bills or something. And he, like, he does, like, press or I'm not sure what he does specifically. But there's, like, a picture of him online that Emily's mom sent us. And it's him with literal, like, Ed Sheeran. And then so my mom was, like, I think that's him. And Emily was, like, no, that's Ed Sheeran. But it's, um, it, I think that's so funny that it's, like, what the heck? But, yeah, so I that's think that's so crazy. crazy. Yeah, to be able to reconnect with your family like that. I got a 23andMe. I just sent it this past weekend um, because I really wanted to know. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of everything that's happening um, in my life and in my family. I should do... I went on my 23andMe a couple days ago. And... I didn't, I don't have any of the options to like find relatives that have also taken the test. So I should do that to see like if I can find anybody and where they are, if they've also taken the test. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. So it's just like my, my dad got it and it's kind of crazy because, um, well with Mexican like individuals, you know, that like we, we were colonized, Mexico was colonized by the Spaniards. So um, theoretically, you should be like 50-50. Theoretically, that's not like, that's not everyone. There's a lot more native in people's, you know, blood, especially if you're from Mexico. My dad has a 50-50 split, which I thought was really crazy, um, where his family, like his genetic like tree um, exists um, 
like exactly <laughs> is that jordan <laughs> yeah i'm sorry no that's so funny. i fed her but she's still hungry <laughs> yeah is she like Please hitting stop. the ball licking the ball she is going crazy <laughs> oh my god what kind of food do you feed her this is just side now we feed her hill's scientific diet um yeah. for weight loss perfect health that's what she eats <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's just like not enough for her. She's like, I'm tired of this guy, bitch. Like, give me something. All right. That's really funny. Oh. Yeah, we have Fig. We just recently put her on Hill Science, too, um, for like allergy, food allergies. But yeah, anyways, I was just saying that, like, yeah, I'm excited for my ancestry kit because it'll really give me a good idea on, like, I don't know. I've always wanted one, so we'll see. I just got it, though, and. Um, now I just have to wait for the results. But you did yours, and you you said you found really cool stuff out. I just reviewed it again, and I found out that I'm three percent British. So I think that's why my British accent is like so good it's because yeah. it's just like part of my my DNA. I think you're meant to be a on Love Island UK. I'm, I think probably. that's your calling. <laughs> I should be the host. Exactly. Uh, it's too hot to handle. That was a was that an American Netflix show, or was that from the UK as well? It's it's American. It's on Netflix, but like there's people from all over the world on it. Okay. So there there are a lot of British people, but it is American. <laughs> I love your fascination with like the like the British culture. It's like I just like their sh- their shows are so entertaining. I love how uh, they talk. Was it Chloe? Was that her name from that was on the Circle? Yeah, and uh, Icon. 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 I love her so much. The moment. I love how we always talk about the circle. 3% British. can find a way to loop it back into something. So overall, your European, like, heritage, what does it, like, exist as? Like, what is the majority of it? Or, like, what's the number? French and German. And so, like, what's the French and German is, like, 26%. Okay. So you're white. (laughs) Yeah. So you're a Caucasian. (laughs) I'm a colonizer. Oh my god! I'm not excited for mine. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for like my mom to some, so like for some reason she's not white, but it's gonna be like you're like seventy, eighty percent white. Then I'll like actually like kill myself. I can't imagine. Yeah, you're like seven percent Mexican. Mexican. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, who's my father? <sighs> That's funny, but um. Yeah, so I'm excited for those results. I'm, I want to know exactly. They have like a health screening one. Did you do the health one? Or did you do just the basic traits? Um, I don't think I did it. Actually, I think I did it. I forgot what the results were. But they told they tell you like certain things about like historically in your bloodline, you know, what to look out for. I yeah. think I remember seeing something like that. Mine... So it was a hundred dollars to get. It was like eighty dollars for without the health, and I think it was a hundred with the health. And I was talking with my mom on the phone. I'm like, I don't want to know. Like, I'm not gonna. And my mom was like, No, I don't want to know either. So I was like, Okay, yeah. Like, it, I'm just gonna be too paranoid uh, if I find something that's gonna scare me. It's gonna like, I'm a fr- I'm a freak. I get so freaked out. And also, my brother recently was going through some stuff. Um, he recently had a, a cancer diagnosis. So luckily he's okay. They like figured and uh, fix everything. But now it's like, okay, my grandma had cancer. My mom's side that my brother did. So now I'm like super like panicky about like my health and then like future generations health. 
So it's just been like a lot of existentialism. So I'm like, I cannot know what's going to like possibly make me sick in the future. And like, I don't want that on my show, my head. I can't, it's going to make me paranoid. So I just got the traits. I want to see like, if I have any like hidden siblings, I told my mom, I was joking with her. I was like, watch our, like my dad, like watch him have had other kids. And she was like, it wouldn't surprise me. So maybe I'll have a sibling. So we were talking about 23andMe a couple days ago, and I mentioned that they clocked me because yeah. <laughs> I, so obviously I put female as my gender, and I guess when you do the test, there's like a way for them to tell through your saliva the sex you were assigned at birth. So they sent me an email and they were like, hey babes, we got it, but um, why did you put female when, when you're a male? And I was like, they were like, did you make a mistake? And I was like no and i don't know i just thought that was so unnecessary like why does it matter i want to know what my dna is my ancestry before i got it i was like freaking out that you said that i was like oh my god then like if i if it connects with family it's gonna say that like oh you have like a brother or like you have a cousin or like sorry like an uncle or whatever like i was worried they're gonna like clock me clock me to like family but I think they've updated since then because when I signed I up, so. yeah, when I signed up, it asked for my gender and then it asked for my sex. And okay. evidently the reason they asked that is because if they're doing like a health screening, then it has to do with like health and stuff like that. And uh, which I think is just stupid, but yeah, like it just, yeah, it really upset me to have to, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. And this happens to me every now and then where I'll have a situation that I experience and it, and I feel like I've passed it like 20 years ago. Like, I'm like, I don't like, I don't have to ever deal with me being called a male, like ever. Like that doesn't happen anymore because I've been transitioning for like five, five and a half years. So I'm like, it's like, like, I don't even think twice about it. And so when those types of things happen, I just feel like, I feel so like, I feel like a man. I'm just like walking around and I'm like, oh my God, like, don't look at me all day. Cause it, I just feel so gross. Um, and like the same thing happened with me uh, recently with, oh, I have, I'm getting TSA pre-check because I really, really want it, but I need to bring my birth certificate or a passport. And my birth certificate doesn't have my updated uh, name on it and I don't have a passport. So in order for me, if my name has changed, I have to bring a court document with the petition to name change and my, my birth certificate with my old name. And then it's going to be so awkward. I already know because... Like my ID and everything says female, but obviously my birth certificate doesn't. So then I don't want this to be like an issue when they're signing me up. And like, I don't want them to say that I'm, I'm like a male. So like, I've just been like dreading this whole process and I have to go into the appointment on Tuesday. And it's just those like little things that just get really like under my skin. Cause I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with that. Like, that's just really frustrating. Yeah. It's so annoying, especially when it's been a long time. Because at that point, you kind of just forget and you're just living. Like, I forgot that yeah. my hormone anniversary was two weeks ago. It was my six-year anniversary and I literally forgot. So that just, like, goes to show, like, how after a while you don't really think about it. So, like, when you do processes like that, that remind you of, like, you having to change everything. It's just really stressful. And yeah, I don't know if it's just me. but So we went out to dinner last night. And we were at this pizza place. We went to Grand Central Market. So it's just like a bunch of different vendors that like 
cook food. Um, so we were waiting and the guy that was making the pizza, he was just literally staring at me the entire time. And whenever someone's staring at me, I either think in my head, like, do you think I'm attractive or are you trying to discern whether or not I'm a man? Like that's yeah. always my first thought. I didn't know. Do you like ever think that or? Well, 1000%. Yeah. yeah no. You're like, oh, they're, they're trying to clock me. Yeah. So I was going, I go on walks and I really like to go on walks at night. And like, there's a lot of people that are typically out at night, sometimes with their dogs, sometimes walking their, their own. Sometimes there's just neighbors on their balcony. And every time I walk, I'm always like, like if they're like looking at me or if I pass by, I'm like, they're going to clock me. They're going to clock me. And there's just, just cause I'm scared. Cause I'm walking like by myself sometimes at night and I just get like really freaked out and panicky. But um, yeah, that definitely happens a lot where I just like, I really get like this intense fear of, of someone like clocking me or it happens. I don't know if it's ever happened to you where let's say you are getting hit on. And then all of a sudden, like in my head, when, whenever that that's happening, I'm like, okay, I have to like really be careful right now that they don't clock me in the process of them like communicating with me in the gender that I'm obviously presenting as. Um, so that's like something that freaks me out. Like I one time had this guy in an airport, he, he talked about like my nail polish cause it was chipped and he was like, you're never going to get a man if you don't like fix those nail polish or whatever, like present yourself more. Um, and it was like something really misogynistic and it was like really fucking weird. But in that moment I was like, now I have to communicate with this guy. This is really awkward. I'm on this shuttle in the airport and he's like talking with me. So now I'm like, I can't like not communicate with this guy um and like and if i do i have risked the fear of being like clocked and i'm not sure if you kind of have that same issue yeah that's like usually when i when a man approaches me that i don't know my first instinct is to like cut the communication off as soon as possible yeah if whatever it is they come up to me i'm like thanks or yeah or like something really short to like end the conversation because one, I don't really want to talk to you. And two, I don't want you to like think any type of way about me because you never know what could happen. Like, I don't want to get killed. You're really good with that. Like whenever, I think it was the first time we hung out, whenever you, whenever I went to uh, LA, we were like at a Walgreens, I think. And I remember just someone coming up just for saying something to us. And then you just like walked away. And I'm like, you can do that. You can just avoid people and like Bitch. just like make they like, just like act like they don't exist. I and do like, that That's all crazy. the time. Ever since I got AirPods, you can't say anything to me. <laughs> like I can still hear people sometimes. I will not make any eye contact. I will walk right past you. That's so. like iconic. Like I love that. Whenever you did it and I was like with you, I was like, that's so, that's such a bad bitch move. Like I need you to just like, have be to have that scared. energy. Just yeah, nothing. Just walk right past them. Yeah, that's what. Because what are like, they going to say? Exactly. Do they have any value to add to your life? Probably not. They're going to be like, <laughs> probably oh, probably not. You're pretty. Like, okay, thanks. Right. That's so crazy. Um, uh, you were. What did you say earlier? Um, oh yeah, that you were you were getting pizza at that place. Um, and you you took a picture of your sandwich. Your was it a chicken sandwich? It was a chicken um, sandwich. Yeah, and you put it on your Instagram story, <laughs> and then you got the funniest like comment or DM. This guy, he was like, "I don't want to see your burger. I want to see your face." <laughs> and I was like, "It was kind of a compliment, but also like, just let me live. Like, let me 
take a picture of my chicken sandwich. Yeah. Please. That's so fucking insane. <laughs> Those DMs are so funny. Whenever like or I can like post anything and I'll get some DMs that just have nothing to do with like what like the post is. I but, love um, random DMs. Yeah, they're they're pretty they're funny. So funny. Did he respond after you posted that screenshot? No. Do you know? <laughs> Because I'm like, I I'm going to block out who it was. But yeah, yeah. If he watched it again, he would know that that, that was him. That was so. obviously him. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. But I always like, whenever I, anytime I get those like weird DMs, I'm just always like, I have to laugh at them because otherwise they're super creepy. They're really creepy sometimes. One time, or I mean, it was recently, like a few weeks back, I got a, I got a DM saying like, Hey, I saw you. Um, and I was, like, too afraid to, like, stop and say hi. But I just wanted to know that, like, I saw you today and I saw you and your partner. And, like, I hope you guys are, like, you know, I, it felt crazy because I felt like I saw a celebrity or something like that. And so, like, my mind first goes to, like, that's really cool that this person saw me. But then it also goes to, like, where do they see me at? Like, because, like, I don't like do anything. Window. I don't go. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, wait, what? So then, like, I, like, start to panic and I'm like, I don't know. I always get. I I was so afraid when that happens. So anytime I get those DMs, I get freaked out. But they saw me like downtown in Gainesville. But um, oh I thought, You're yeah, it's cool. I know. One time I was working at Papa John's, like <laughs> being like a bad bitch manager at Papa John's. Um, and this one like girl came up to me. Was like, I watch your videos, and I was th- I was like, thank you. That'll be six ninety five. <laughs> Do you want a soda? <laughs> So iconic. <laughs> I think I the probably that gave her like a sort of her recognized in public. Like I don't know. <laughs> it that sucks says something about like, our status, right? It sucks whenever it's like a um, it's like a like when you're doing it at a job. I don't know if you ever got recognized when you were working on like when you worked at like Amazon or Target. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was like Papa John's in my fucking worst, like I look the worst. That was like the first time someone had said something to me. And like, you know, we're like, I feel like we're like micro, um, not influencers, like video creators or whatever you want to call us, where we, you know, we have a small audience, but it is crazy to see how small the world is where people like will recognize you and you're just like, wait, what? That happened? So I think that's crazy. Yeah. I remember the first time that that happened to me, I thought it was crazy because I was at Disneyland with thousands of people and I only have like 30,000 subscribers so it's just like crazy to think about how it seems like a small audience but you never know if one of those people is like near you at any given time yeah um I always think that like whenever I'm in like queer spaces I'm always like I'm like would someone recognize me because um I, I don't know the 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 universe of like queer content and queer and trans content has evolved so much since we were kids. So trans YouTubers aren't the same now than what they used to be. Now that there's a bigger audience, there's a bigger like crowd of them. So in like, in my head, I'm like, if we ever go to, if I ever go to a pride event, I'm like, I'm wondering if anyone would recognize me, not in a way where I'm like, I hope someone recognizes me, but I'm like, I wonder if like my videos have any like sort of impact in the community that it would have like 10 years ago when there was like, fewer creators so it always crosses my mind i'm like if i go to like a pride event would i get like recognized and like not i'm not saying that in like a like oh i'm so popular i deserve to but i'm like twenty thousand followers or subscribers 
um, is a lot for, especially for like, especially if it was like 10 years ago on YouTube for like a trans creator, um, that would be like the majority of like trans people like on YouTube watching your content. Um, especially like when I was younger, I used to watch the like two or three YouTubers there were. And so I always find that interesting or like a, like a, like it has evolved a lot. Like, yeah, I would say like when we were actively uploading on YouTube, there was like a group of trans creators that everyone kind of like knew, like everyone kind of knew each other, but now it's, it's blown up so much that there's so many people and it's like good. It's a good thing. I'm not sure if YouTube has it anymore, but yeah, our channels used to have like uh, related channels, like on our channels. So all the related channels that used to be like, like if you if you were to go to my channel, it would be like related channels on the side, and it would be other like trans YouTubers that YouTube would just put there. And it was crazy because there was it wasn't that many of us. And I think especially for trans women, they weren't the there wasn't like when we started. I felt like there wasn't that many. It grew really quick for sure, but um, it definitely was like um, really cool to see that like you know. I still see some of the YouTubers that like we kind of started off with um, today. And I think that's just really cool. Um, how everyone's kind of, I don't know how the, the whole universe of our, the content has expanded. So, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're already, we're talking about um, trans related stuff. And I do want to mention, especially before the episode ends that um, it has, it was trans day of remembrance um, this past Saturday um, now it's Sunday when we're filming and this will be up on Monday. So um, I just want to kind of make a statement to like, you know, obviously, uh, uh, yeah, just to bring attention to the 47 trans people that have died this year in America due to violence and over 375 who have been killed globally, which um, evidently I think it was 90, 97% of them were uh, tr- uh, people of color, trans femme trans women so a uh, very high percentage of of um trans women we lost uh due to violence and it has been the the biggest year for trans um murdering that we've had so i just want to kind of make that statement that obviously it's a very important day to remember and um, always have those in your heart it's crazy to me that this year was so deadly when, I mean, we're still in a pandemic. Like, people are not really going out as much as they used to. And the fact that the amount of people that have been killed due to trans-related violence because of that, it's, I don't know. I don't know, really know how to feel about it because, like, I don't know. I feel like there's lately been, like, a crusade against trans people. Like, we get offended at everything and we don't know how to take a joke. We take ourselves too seriously, which, I mean, you can say what you want, but at the end of the day, if this many people are being killed, there's obviously a reason for why that's happening. You know, it's not, it's not like we're just pulling things out of the air and being offended over things that don't matter. It's like dozens of people are dying because of transphobia. So, I mean, there's yeah. a, there's a reason for people to be upset and, you know, you can say whether or not you think that people are being overdramatic, but at the end of the day, people are still dying. Yeah. And that's just something that's really like, if you like, think about like, that's 40, 
uh, what did I say again? This year it's 47. So 47 of this could have been your, your sister, you know, your, um, your daughter, your aunt, your cousin, like these are people's like real people with families, with lives that, um, were just taken, uh, because of trans related, just violence, people being transphobic, harming them for their identity. And I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous that something that, that is like, the, you know, this is like what makes us beautiful, what makes us unique, something that should be praised rather than um, ostracized or um, targeted and attacked. It just makes me really sad that this obviously is still happening. And, you know, you hear a lot of like, oh, we're in like PC culture or there's a lot of, um, a lot of like trans people are, I don't know, like taking over or you know there's an agenda and it's like that doesn't exist like what you're saying is complete lies because we're still dying um and that's where it like gets really heartbreaking um and i think a lot of it has to do obviously with um i mean it's political i for sure um but there's also there's a lot there's a lot of other factors i don't know if you saw the whole study of um that tiktok has like radicalized people and like social media has been like radicalizing people. So if you engage in like, if you engage in, on TikTok in like a few transphobic content, if you like it, if you commented on it, then TikTok would just like drag you to those areas. So then you get communities like the super straight people. And then you'll get a lot of transphobia that brews on those websites and that just passes around. And that is a big factor to a lot of this hate that I feel like a lot of trans people are experiencing. And so I want to take a day like Trans Day of Remembrance to obviously remember those who have passed, but to also push for us to be a better and more inclusive and safer future to like build a future where trans people can be loved and accepted. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And it's obviously a good day to remember the people that have passed away due to violence but at the same time if you're not trans or if you're part of the community or if you want to learn I feel like people are always asking for where's the statistics what are the numbers give me proof like this is proof that people are dying so I mean take it upon yourself to do the research and really learn about what's going on because you know people like I said are so obsessed with like being proven wrong and I mean, we have proof that people are constantly dying. This is one of the dead, this is the deadliest year. And like mm-hmm. I said, we're in a pandemic. So, I mean, that's, that's really all the evidence that you need that something's not right. Yeah. Um, it just, there's nothing more heartbreaking than to, it's like, yeah, they're real people's lives that are being affected. And, um, and it just, this is like a statistic that I read. These are these things that I see and I read and then I have to really, it makes me uncomfortable knowing that I can't be comfortable because a lot of times, especially in the city that I am, I, that I'm in, I'm like, yeah, like this is, this is um, a really safe city. This is like a really great city. I'm safe where I am. And I'm worried that like, what if I get to, I start to feel too safe and something happens because I'm not like on guard. And I think that's where a lot of trans people are kind of existing where we always have to feel like we're on edge on guard to make sure that you know we're not going to be harmed in just by just existing and like we said earlier like sometimes you forget that like you know you've gone through your transition for so long that you don't even think twice about like your hormone anniversary let alone 
someone, you know, going to clock you and want to kill you. So it just is like really scary to think that you could be targeted for being yourself. Like it just, it like is really um, sad. And to see, especially that it just keeps getting worse. Like you would think the number would get better, but it keeps getting worse. And so I'm very fearful for what that, what this trend, if it's going to increase or, you know, maybe it won't, but it's still way too many people to have died this year. Yeah, it's a lot of violence. I do feel in some ways that we're making progress, but it's hard to kind of appreciate the progress and like think about moving forward when so many people are still dying. So it's like, where really is the disconnect? Like, why are we, why are people seeming to be more accepting but at the same time, people are dying. And I think, obviously, since most of them were trans women of color, it kind of does have to go a lot back to the way trans women are perceived. And I don't know if that makes people uncomfortable or if they have certain feel a certain type of way about a trans woman. And that, obviously, in many cases, as we've seen, like causes violence. If somebody can't handle that attraction, violence comes after it. So... I mean, I think in some ways we are making progress, but at the same time, not to call you out, men, but you need to do a little bit better because you can't just kill somebody because you're upset that they're trans and you're attracted to them. It's like, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, That's the most, it just is so annoying, like how how, um, this occurs way too often. And so we need to actively do better, promote to do more. Um, and I know it gets annoying sometimes for people to be like, put your pronouns in your bio or this or that, but I guess little things like that could help in the grand scheme of things. We need big systemic changes. 1000%. There needs to be a lot of, um, support from the government. There needs to be a lot of support from, um, our public schooling, um, and just like local administration. Um, but um, yeah, it's just, it's going to take a lot of, lot of pushing in the right direction um, in order for something to really, truly cha- have a meaningful, impactful change. So um, I guess with that being said, we just want to make like a really, really big, important note that, you know, it was Trans Remembrance and to always be cautious and aware that this is happening and to be an advocate, an advocate for it to stop happening. Yeah. And this is like one of those days where we like to have fun and like talk about funny and silly things. But at the same time, like this is, this is a serious thing and, you know, people's lives have been lost because of this. So um, it's always good to like pause and just take a second to acknowledge that this is happening, educate yourself, stay safe, um, utilize your resources and hopefully the next couple of years we can try and lower this number. I mean, there really shouldn't be a number at all, but like you said, there's a lot that needs to change and hopefully slowly, but surely we'll make it there. Yeah. So um, we, I think we just want to like end this episode on that note, just to, um, you know, do research into this past weekend um, because to be honest, and this is like really sad. I wasn't even on social media uh, for the first half of the day and I didn't, it wasn't until like the second half when I went on and I was like, oh, today's Trans Day of Remembrance. And it's unfortunate that like, I wasn't even aware of it. And that's the part 
of me that needs to do better. Like I acknowledge that I need to do better and to be more of an advocate that I can, whether that's online, whether that's locally in my community. Um, I need to be able to push more for for those around me that will need the support. Um, so, you know, in the end, I just want to leave that note there and I want to end it with that note. I don't mean to like it end on a sad note, but I think it's important that we do. And um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So again, not to be like sad, but it is a sad thing. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about like two different, completely different spectrums, but again, it's important to talk about it. But like you said, do your research and have a good Thanksgiving if you celebrate. Yes. I don't really like turkey, but I hope the turkey that you eat is the most juicy and succulent turkey that you ever have. Hey, unless you're a vegetarian you like unless me. Unless you want to yeah. eat like... Then enjoy your mashed potatoes. Yeah, mashed potatoes <laughs> and um, whatever people eat on Thanksgiving. I'm not a big fan right. of Thanksgiving food, but that's... Yeah, me sexy. neither. I'm not a... I'm, yeah, I hate it, actually. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. So, thank you guys for uh, watching and um, and listening. You can uh, find us everywhere at girlishpodcast.com. So, if you go to girlishpodcast.com, all of our socials, everything's going to be there. Um, our YouTube channel, subscribe to it. We'll post videos every Friday and the audio podcast every Monday. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you for all the support and all the love. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.